else to say it's okay like no that's your signature that's your signature thing yeah people I really expect feel that like now the people are beautiful and, and people are beautiful you are beautiful absolutely especially those who tune in yeah, yes yeah, you're beautiful people yeah. only the people that tune in. i did not say that i'm just playing i'm just playing i did not say that no, but welcome to another installment of the field to the real podcast welcome i am much. jared the football genius burgess and I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, a.k.a. The Advantage Coach. You almost forgot your name. I did. Because <laughs> I was sitting here looking like, what am I supposed to say? Lord, y'all help me. I'm working on it. Oh, man. At least I'm back and I'm not snotty today. Yeah, well, you know, so you remember last week I was like, it's not that bad. Yeah. But like now listening to you, I can tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like, you were really congested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, huh, listen. Huh. <laughs> I still got a wee bit, uh-huh. but it's nothing. Like how it was last Whoa, week. Whoa, nah. my goodness. I remember that, what was it? Was, was it that Monday? That Tuesday when we talked. That Tuesday when we talked. Yes. Yeah, you were. But no, mo- I think. Did, Monday, no, we, I was Did we done. talk on the phone Monday? Uh-huh. No, we talked on the phone Tuesday. Because Monday, I was like, I can't do yeah, nothing. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't imagine how it was on Monday then. Ooh. And then just think the Monday before that, I was really, like, done. That was Labor Day. I was under the bed. Man. (laughs) Man, man, man. So, anyway, but I'm back. Yeah, we back. Yes, we back. (laughs) Yes. Well, he never, yeah, he wasn't suffering. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) Lord, now I'm thinking, like, please don't let Jack. No, he not. No, we not even claiming that. No. I'm a big old baby when I get sick. Yeah, uh uh-oh. You don't do the Martin, do you? Uh Oh, no! Gina! Uh (laughs) Ringing the bell. Uh (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Okay. Nah, but uh, (laughs) we got a good good show uh, today. We got a lot of good topics that Stephanie and I are really going to debate on. Especially this first one. Oh gosh! Well, just now, be warned. This is an all NFL. Yeah, this is an all NFL podcast today. Pretty much. Well, I feel to the I feel good. Final thought isn't, but everything right, else. Yeah, but all the topics. Pretty much NFL. NFL, as we know, the season kicked off this week. So mm-hmm. yeah, we got lots to talk about. Yeah, especially this first topic. This Lord. first topic. Um, <clears throat> as you can expect. Because <laughs> he's just been all over the news We had to talk about Antonio Brown And While I Didn't like His exit From the Raiders Didn't like it at all mm-hmm. I feel like it was calculated Yeah Well that's the theory Yeah Yeah that's the theory So Well first let me just Introduce our who's really right yeah. Our who's really right is Will Antonio Brown Be <laughs> successful in New England. Y'all right. hear me laughing already. So you know where I am. <laughs> so you know right? what Sasha <laughs> But uh, as always, ladies first, I'm going to let you make your... St- your... <laughs> well, <clears throat> listen, people. Uh-huh. Listen. Y'all listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
this is a ridiculous this is a ridiculous who's really right because um there's no way that I'm not gonna win this there's no way no there's no way I'm sorry I'm sorry so so let me just start with Mm -hmm. um let me get serious for a minute and start with this part to say that um my answer to the question is no I do not believe that he's going to make it in New England okay um for a myriad of reasons, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which we've seen his antics mm-hmm. repeatedly, um, his unprofessionalism, in my opinion, um, in situations that other people would be blessed to have. Yeah. Um, and we always have these conversations um, on this show about mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, this is why I'm saying, let me get serious for a minute, because my, I'm, I'm going to set my disclaimer. I'm not a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have uh, had the opportunity to work with, with people, young people, children, who have oppositional... Behave, wait a minute, I want to say it right, because I, I just use, you know, in, in a lot of these things, we just use uh, acronyms all the right. time. So it is uh, Oppositional Defiant Disorder. Mm-hmm. And I have worked with kids in behavioral therapy who have suffered from this, mm-hmm. okay? Never worked with an adult, so let me just, that's my disclaimer. Okay. Never worked with an adult with this. However, I feel like... Antonio Brown mm-hmm. suffers from this. Mm. At first, I thought it was just antics, and I thought it was just, you know, you um, wanting to be always in the spotlight. Um, you got the big head. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the more I watch what's going on, and even the latest thing that's come out. Oh, yeah. Um, on yesterday um, just makes me think that this young man might seriously be suffering from some sort of behavior disorder. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, there's no way (laughs) in a logical mind Mm -hmm. that you would operate in the manner in which he has operated. Even, I mean, okay, so even if this this theory, this conspiracy theory is correct, that this was all orchestrated and he never wanted to actually play in Oakland Mm -hmm. and always wanted to play for the Patriots, I don't know if there were different ways to go about this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It there was there was different ways to go. He mm-hmm. could could he have not taken the Le'Veon Bell route? I I guess he could have. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even if you said, you know what, as a prof- see, here's the part that I'm I'm struggling with because as a professional, mm-hmm. professional athlete, <clears throat> you sign contract right. with a team. So even if that's like me. I, I get a job and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to go to work. Right. 
I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna have tantrums. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do things that are totally. I don't even know the word to use. Like, <laughs> I mean, calling your boss names and threatening to beat them up, and yeah. and then somebody goes to bat for you and you still act a fool. I I just yeah. Yeah. I would have just gone to work. Like, so my thing is stick it out mm-hmm. for a year. Okay. And then ask to be traded or see what you can do. But don't mm-hmm. the week the week before the season starts. You act the plum fool. Yeah. I I just listen, y'all, I'm so I'm I, I'm in such a place about this <laughs> because I I don't <clears throat> I know so many people who want nothing more than to just play for an NFL team. Right. Personally, I know them. And that's, I was going to say, like, I, I think the most frustrating part about this is is that Antonio Brown treats being in the NFL as a right and not a privilege. Yeah. That's it. Right there. It's an entitlement. Right, yes. And it's, it's an just, it's it's so frustrating. And mm-hmm. I will, I want him to, I want him to humble himself and appreciate what he has. Right. First of all, he has an amazing gift from mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Let's start there. He has an amazing gift from God. So let's start there. Mm-hmm. But even on top of that, like just I don't know. Like I'm just, I don't know. Like the the I guess the mama in me mm-hmm. comes out in this. Yeah. Like if I was your mama yeah. Boy, <laughs> wait. Let me tell you some stuff that's not going to happen. Yeah. What you're not going to do. How you're not <laughs> going to act. Uh-huh. But, so I just feel like he's, I don't know. The only explanation mm-hmm. that makes any sense to me some type of is some, some type of behavioral disorder. So, I'm, I don't doubt that. <laughs> I don't doubt that for one bit. But let's look at some of his behavior over the years uh-huh. and closely examine okay. things that he's things that he has, he's done <laughs> and why he's considered a problem. So one of the first things was, and this is I, I guess it may have been things before this, mm-hmm. but one of the first things I feel like that jumped on the radar of the national you mm-hmm. know, media and the national attention was him going live um, after a game. I don't remember who they played, but he went on Facebook Live after the game while Mike Tomlin was giving his Mm post-game speech to the team. And people kind of looked and were like, why would you? Why would you do that? Right. You know, this is is an intimate moment. Media can't even be in during that time. Maybe some, like, local media Mm -hmm. who, like, reports on the team can come in during that time. But this is an intimate moment amongst the team and, mm-hmm. and shouldn't be shared on Facebook with however many friends you have on Facebook. So that was the first, that was the first part, you know, and he didn't understand why that was a problem. Again, back to my point. Though. Right, right. Because you don't even recognize these things as like, you're not taking any accountability. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to stop where you go. Ahead. No, 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 no. no but he's not taking any accountability. Like I'm, uh, yeah, my bad. I was wrong. None right. of that. And it makes me feel like you don't, 
there's a disconnect. You're not right. understanding something. And and even when he explains it, like so, let's fast forward to last year when he didn't show up for practice and he didn't show up for treatment, mm-hmm. and he was deactivated mm-hmm. the last game. Mm-hmm. Well, he was still under the impression that he was going to play. Right. I remember that. So, fast forward. He gets traded to the Raiders. And him getting out of Pittsburgh was because there was no guaranteed money left on his deal. Mm -hmm. That part's understandable. Mm -hmm. I get that. Mm -hmm. Same issue with Le'Veon Bell Mm -hmm. and many other. uh, Happens all the time. Right. So, he he gets to Oakland. Um. His first thing was he has a $500,000 bonus for just showing up at 85% of the workouts. He declines. Now, some, some, I mean, you just have to be there. Opposite. Okay. You mm-hmm. just have to be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he declines. But a, a lot of athletes will do that because they might have a trainer Don't where they out. are. Yeah, and they, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And if that 500000 isn't going to make much of a difference in the. When you make what they make, it doesn't. Right. Mm-hmm. So listen, I don't care how much I make. Five hundred thousand can can do a whole lot. In their minds, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So we fast forward to this helmet issue. Now I don't believe there was anything in between that. He, yeah, okay. Um, they, I can't remember how many helmets do they have to choose from. Like forty something. Okay. It it just was some stuff he made up. So, the helmet issue. And then after the helmet issue, the cryotherapy. No, the cryotherapy was before the helmet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so (laughs) that right there, that was the top for me. Like, okay. I guess that even speaks to your point too with the whole cryotherapy thing. You can't even follow directions to put something on your feet while you in there. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I wasn't giving all of this to like shoot him any bell because you know, I guess one of my points was just. Let's look at some of these things independently. Like okay. the helmet issue. Mm-hmm. The reason why I take issue with the helmet issue. The issue with the helmet issue. The reason why I take issue with that is because I had to switch helmets my, from my freshman year to my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And it is supremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, you end up working your way into it, but. Because you did, right? Yeah. But, oh, okay. But. Certain things happen. Like, I developed, like, a, a burn on mm-hmm. the front of my forehead. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my teammates broke his nose. Oh. And so, okay. the issue is, when you get comfortable with a helmet, I, I completely understand. I want to do it. I want to keep my helmet. Uh-huh. With that particular issue, if the NFL said last year, you guys can hold on to this helmet. Mm-hmm. But this year, this helmet isn't good. You just... That's your boss. I get it. That's your boss. But my thing is, I don't think it's a thing about the helmet. I think it's a thing about money with the NFL and the the vendors of these helmets. I thought when you said money with the NFL, I thought you meant, i.e., doing whatever they had to to make sure they protect people with the best helmets. Because that's the whole thing. Like, their whole thing back to him was like, this helmet isn't as safe as these other options that you have. I know, I know that they can make a helmet safer, but can you really make a helmet safe? And you flying at somebody? I mean, either way, it's a, it's uh-huh. a, it's yeah, it's it's always a risk. Yeah. However, they looking after their own butts. 
saying these are the ones that we have approved because these are the ones that we have found to be safer. Okay. Now, my point to that, because I just want to dig there. Yeah. Because we talking about the NFL. It ain't like we talking about, know. you know, we ain't talking about the Vatican. I know. You know. So, where's the empirical data that tells me that these helmets are safer than the ones I had? I don't know. I don't know. Which is why I brought up the money because yeah. if I can present to the NFL some research that I did mm-hmm. independently. Is this what he did? These, huh? Is that what he did? Who? No, no, no. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about these helmet vendors. Oh, okay. Saying that my helmet is a lot safer. Yeah. And the NFL mm-hmm. looks and skims through it and says, okay, here goes however many yeah. thousand dollars so you can make our helmets mm-hmm. and these players can wear them. Like, I'm, I'm saying that that doesn't necessarily make the helmet safer. Okay. Now, I'm not shooting Antonio Brown any bail on this, right? I get it. You At some point, you got to comply. And that goes to the whole point of you saying, you know, that you see this as oppositional defiance disorder. Absolutely. And if you look at, I guess, each of these situations in totality, like, I, the bread comes... They do leave there. <laughs> I'm just saying. But to get back to our original yeah. question. Because now cause he's we, in New England. Yeah, he's in New England now. We, he's with the mad scientists now. Yes. Tell, give me a player, a troubled player, who is considered a troubled player, uh-huh. who has gone to New England and hasn't worked out. There isn't one. Exactly. But... There's not been a troubled player on this level. We had this conversation the other we day. We did. We did. Not and one. I, I not agree. one. I don't care what you go come out I your agree. mouth with, Jared. Not one. But this man are, is on his who own have level. Done things way worse than what Antonio Brown is doing right now. Absolutely. I we mean, yeah. Been successful with the Patriots. Oh, listen. The first day. Wait, no. To, what is today? Wednesday, Tuesday, Tuesday, uh-huh. Tuesday, Tuesday. When did he get there? Sunday. Sunday. Tuesday. Uh-huh. News is coming out about you, even though it wasn't there. Right. <laughs> it, you're on their team. Mm-hmm. So already. You've already created. You already creating drama, mess. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just don't. I listen. Bill Belichick obviously scares the bejesus out of these dudes to yep, make them conform. I, exactly. But when we're talking about <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> this mental issue that won't allow you to be conform, you got a joke in there, I see uh-huh. it. <laughs> then no. Did you see uh the clip of it was a clip from Get Out? Oh, and they Lord. were suggesting that Bill Belichick <laughs> is the father from Get uh-uh. Out. <laughs> oh, stop. And so, Lakeith, you remember Lakeith yes. Stanfield was yes. in it? Yes. And after they had put, <laughs> they said that that was Josh Gordon. <laughs> and the, uh, oh, the, the other guy that was in, in Get Out, that was Antonio Brown, and he was walking up to him, <laughs> and he was like, what's going on here? I can't. That's so wrong. So, basically. No. The reason they why. They <laughs> the reason why I think he's going to be successful with the, the Patriots is because he has no other alternative but to buy in. And then on top of the $9 million guaranteed that they gave him this year, they gave him an option for next year, a team option. Yep. Not a player option. Right. 
team option for twenty million, which will get him back to the thirty million dollars that he forfeited by forcing his way out of Oakland. But Jared, I think he's I, going, Jared, I love, I think he's I love your successful. optimism. I love your optimism. <laughs> I do. I love your optimism. But it's not even the optimism in Antonio Brown per se. It's more so in the system. The system. He he can't he cannot conform to anybody's system. The system he, ain't failed him. He cannot. I don't care. Listen, these other people mm-hmm. have yes had issues, mm-hmm. but I just don't, um, they've had attitude problems Mm -hmm. or temper or, Mm -hmm. you know, or even things that they've done off the field. Right. But again, I've never, I've never Mm -hmm. in all of the NFL that I've ever uh, been a party to witness Mm -hmm. seen anything like Antonio Brown in the NFL. And that's barring... Terrell Owens, who I thought was a plum fool. Mm-hmm. Was Terrell Owens really that Yes. Bad? Was he really? Yes. He wasn't that No, bad. yes, he was. He was that bad. He was. He was horrible. Really? Yes. No. Yes. What did he do with that was so bad? What didn't he do? Always running his mouth, disrespectful, always... I mean, and not just on the field. I mean, you know, the stuff that he did on the field was a little extra yeah, all the yeah. time anyway. But the stuff you did off the field, just running your mouth. all you He craved attention. And that yeah. was clear. The things he would do <laughs> were for attention. Uh-huh. Same thing with Chad Johnson. Y'all just wanted attention. No, wait. Oh, well, yeah. yeah they all wanted- wide receivers are divas, though. Yeah, all of you. But I mean, I said all of you. All of you. Well, I, I guess <laughs> no, I'm a no, diva no. too. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm all right with that. It's look, I'm okay with look, being a my, diva. In my mind, I was speaking to somebody in particular. <laughs> one of my one of my old teammates. It was like, yeah, but all of you, all of all of you, <laughs> all of you. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I feel like. Um, he's on another level and it could just be, again, I'm going to say it. I feel like it's mental. It's Mm -hmm. a, a, there's some behavior or mental disorder. Even, Mm -hmm. even Brandon Marshall, he was bipolar. Yeah. And we watched him go through his ebbs and flows of Mm -hmm. when he was manic and depressive, Mm -hmm. or you saw it on the field. It would, it would, it would be evident on the field when he was in these spaces Mm -hmm. until he discovered what was really going on with him. But this is just, even that, even him, I promise I've never seen, can you tell me another player Mm -hmm. who's been on this level of disruption on every, every I mean, with your teammates. With I mean, throwing people under the bus. Richie Incognito. Okay, that, listen. Mm-hmm. Listen. Don't he got a job? Listen. Don't I ain't trying to job. say that he don't need a job. I'm not Ooh. Antonio Brown. Oh, uh, okay. I'm just saying he needs some help. Oh, yeah. I think Richie, that's different because you choose to be that way. No, he chooses to be that way. You think that's a choice? Yes. I think something wrong with him, too. 
No, I think something he might have something wrong with him, but I think uh, nah, you don't you, you the that, stuff that fly out your mouth. No, when you see that when you hear that story about him going to the funeral home and oh yeah, oh you know I missed they, it. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. All right. Well, either way, something wrong with that. But guy. he, but even in that, again, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it. Has he? He's been his stuff, his junk has been put out there in right. the but he isn't mm-hmm. the person that's pumping it up. He's yeah. not the person. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I do stuff. Oh, man, videos. I shouldn't have. You right. know what I mean? He probably, yeah. probably like, dang, that happened again. That's not Antonio. Like, yup, what? He out here promoting. Like, promoting his foolery. Yeah. Like, wait. Yeah. It's different. This this the last thing I'm going to say about it. Okay. But just just because we got to move on. We like, yeah. Oh, we could stay on him right? all, we <laughs> like, on him we all said, day. We said that on Monday yep. when we met. We was like, this going to be a long Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so he, the reason why I, I feel like he knows what he's doing, you know that video, because people were under the impression that he put that video out. Which one? On Friday. The video he put out with oh. a phone call from, uh-huh. from uh, Drew Gruden. House and John, and and John Gruden. Gruden. Mm-hmm. People believe that he put that video out mm-hmm. without consent from John Gruden. Mm-hmm. No. He went and got John Gruden's consent before releasing the video mm-hmm. because the the uh, his photographer or his uh, videographer was on um, Dan Levishar's show yesterday mm-hmm. uh, with Stu Gatz. And he was telling the story about how he was taping all that day and then when he went to edit and put the phone call in, that they had to call John Gruden to see if it was okay. Yeah, because it's media release. I mean, you're about to. Yeah, right. but, I, I, but my in question media, in them, did they ask it? Did they say specifically mm-hmm. what they were about to put out? Or did it just, was it one of those, hey, you were in our video. Can we? No, they sent him the video first. Oh, okay. And let him see it. Okay. And, and he said he loved it. Okay. Well, and well, then I, I worry about him too, though. So okay, oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. You know, yeah. Expressed our disdain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. But who's really right? I think he's gonna be successful. Hot. <laughs> Stephanie does not. You can tell us what you think, but we also just like last week's "Who's Really Right" have a way of seeing by the end of the That's season. That's right. So we'll revisit this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. So even if I ain't who's really right with the rest of y'all, <laughs> we're going to see what happens. We're going to see. Yeah. Good luck. That's all I can say. Right. Good luck. Okay. okay. The best and worst performances by a quarterback mm-hmm. in week one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went first. Did you? I did. With the who's really right. Words. You all right. All right. Now, my father sees this and he smacks me in the back of the head. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> for for deciding to go first, uh, you know I'm a I'm a dad. I, you, I graciously gave him that. <laughs> All right, so my best and worst. Yep, my best. Okay, so <laughs> no, no, you know when we when we met about yeah. this, I had one in mind already, but you remember the game Monday Night come, Football mm-hmm. happened or whatever. Yep, yep. So I was going to say Lamar Jackson, obviously. Yes, that's my, your obvious choice. Yes, Drew Brees. Okay, because they won? Drew Brees. Not just because they won. Now, Lamar Jackson, that was a blowout. But what Drew Brees is able to do in high leverage moments, 
makes me feel like we can put him next to Tom Brady. Okay. Just as far as what he's able to do in high leverage moments. Okay. Because if you look at uh, 37 seconds left, I think the ball was like on the 20 something. Mm-hmm. They were on the 20. He was able to get them in field goal range with 37 seconds left. Yeah. And I won't put his business out there. Well, actually, if you, you were on Instagram, you saw the hole <laughs> in, in my, my boy's door. But he was so upset that uh, the Texans were able to score a touchdown that late that he just bombed a hole in his front door. Oh, no. Yeah, and, and yeah, he, he was really upset about it. Well, one, because the Saints are his team. But two, it was some money on the line. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wow. So, them being able to come back and and win with that much time left, like, really let me... One, I feel like... And I'm sorry, I I won't go too deep with this, but I feel like uh, Sean Payton is a very good coach, but he is horrible at time management or clock management. Horrible. Every year you see him throwing the ball when he should be running, and stopping the clock in moments where it shouldn't be. Right. And so, I, I, there's no excuse for the other day and why time wasn't um, time hadn't gone down more than than what it did. But Drew Brees being able to overcome that. Now I understand that Will Lutz had to kick, make the kick and all that. But just getting him in a position to be able to win that game was the best quarterback performance I felt like of this last uh, week one. Okay. Worst, Baker Mayfield. Baker, I've been singing your praises since your sophomore, I mean, not your sophomore, your junior year of college. And you've been on this national, uh, you've been the national media darling for the last few months because everybody just felt like you were going to do such a great job this year. And I still got faith in you. I was gonna say you're just throwing them away, but okay. Nah, nah, don't throw, don't throw the whole, don't throw the whole Baker away yet. <laughs> But this performance this past weekend was piss poor. And I hope that it humble. quickened. Humble. Humble yourself. Humbled, humble it, yourself. It humbled you. Humble yourself. <laughs> and it quickened something in you <laughs> to perform a whole lot better next week. Yeah. Well, he's that type of dude. I think it will. Yeah, I feel like he is too. That's why I, That's why we can't throw the whole baker away. No. Somebody Somebody said something to the effect of like him being, uh, what's, what's the boy name? Manziel. And I was like, oh, nah, no. It's a different thing. No, nowhere near. Nah. No. Not even a little bit. But I do feel like he'll respond. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do. Okay, so I did mine a little differently. Okay. So I picked like a few QBs, but what I did was uh, the most obvious would have been Lamar Miller. Lamar Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry. Lamar Jackson Mm -hmm. for his his performance. Okay. Um, Dak. Yeah. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Um, the not so obvious for me was Derek Carr. Oh yeah, yeah. He listen after all of the buffoonery mm-hmm. and all of the stuff. <laughs> that, well, I well, I think I didn't even watch it honestly until well, I watched the first few first quarter. Uh huh. But either way, I I saw highlights later. Um, and I feel like, um. When you when you factor in all of what had gone on that week, mm-hmm. 
and for them to be able to come out. And he doesn't have Amari Cooper anymore. He doesn't have, you know what I mean? You ain't got a Marshawn Lynch. You don't have what you had. Nah, I mean. You know what I mean? And so for you to be able to come and and let's be clear, your coach is trash. Um, that you would come out and still have that type of performance yeah. was one of those not so obvious, like, good performances, best performances for me. Well, so while he does not have an established star, Waller is a star. And if you if you, okay. if you if you saw Hard Knocks, you saw like no, just his didn't. his uh him being able to get back to the point where he was at because mm-hmm. he was, I feel like he was addicted to opioids because mm. you know he used to play for the Ravens. So that Look, was see, yeah, somebody I, n- yeah. number eighty eight for the Raiders. Okay, and number seventeen, I can't remember what team he came for came from but he's a speedster mm-hmm. he's gonna be a star gonna be I'm just yeah. saying you don't have any established folks those people that people when you say their name people they like yeah. oh okay yeah that's yeah. but at some at some point those people who you say their name yeah. had to start somewhere even if it's one yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Antonio Brown before Antonio Brown became Antonio Brown he yeah, came from Central Michigan right you know, nobody knew who you, you were know, nobody yeah. really knew who he was so like I, I think this is, and this is not me trying to be on at the beginning of something. Like you could see these mm-hmm. guys making an impact um, on hard knocks and in the preseason. Okay. So I, I feel like uh, I feel like those two dudes are definitely going to be bright spots for the Raiders this year. Even though I feel like they still be trash. They just beat the Broncos, who were even more trash. Who? Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. Um, surprising for me too was Case Keenum. Oh, did you come around? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm clear. He was a surprise for me. But I, I mentioned Case came the other day. And he was like, hmm. Well, because he's, but no. But remember, I said this. He's he's a steady. Yeah. Steady dude. Like, mm. what they need, he brings. Yeah. That's it. He ain't going to do you no more, no less. Yeah. This is what you need, I'm going to bring. He's, he's one of those, he's a great quarterback to get you over the hump. He's like a yeah. really, really good backup quarterback that you would have to pay a lot of money yeah. to. But also, if you got a rookie in your building that you need to get trained like up, they do. like they, like, like they do, like they do, mm-hmm. then he's a good guy to have. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good guy to have on the team. Okay, so he, I'm a, he, he can go win games. It, he does. He does win games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it don't look pretty, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got my worst. Okay. It's three again. Okay. Big Ben. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, bro. Just, yeah. <laughs> he owned up to it, though. He was yeah. like, it was on me. I was horrible. As long as you know. Um, I wonder when they say that. Do they really think it's on them? No, he got it. No, see, the problem now is you run everybody away. It can't be on nobody but oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't be. <laughs> so all the other factors are gone. What's the problem? You. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jameis Winston. Okay. And Cam Newton. Cam Newton yeah. sucked yeah. on Sunday. I had to, I had to think. <laughs> I went back and watched the, uh, I didn't get to see all of the games, but yes. I went back and watched the highlights from yes. the game. And, yeah. yeah, he was just not. <coughs> and and I, listen, you know Cam's from the A. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a Carolina fan, mm-hmm. but I do like this dude. Well, you're a Falcons fan, so. I do like I like him though when mm-hmm. he's not being a big baby. Um, I do like him, mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't know something's 
I don't know. Something's off. Something's off with him right now. I, honestly, I think it's the shoulder. You think and it's I, still I an issue? Yeah, I, 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 I get that they're not trying to make a big deal about it, yeah. but I think it's the shoulder. Yeah, something's not right. Because I, I don't think, I just don't understand how you could fall off that cliff. You know, you go from being the MVP of the league a few years back. And, yeah. It's, and you it, have that shoulder injury, and now it's like. It's almost like you don't want to play. I don't know. I don't want to say that, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if your passion is there to play this game. Like, I mean, because there was never any doubt in my mind about his passion. Yeah. To play the game of football. Right. I don't feel like the last couple of years, he's just kind of been, I'll go do what I got to do. I think it's injury. Okay. I think it's injury. And it's like when you get to the point of, and Andrew Luck, comes to mind when, when talking about this. <laughs> At least he knew what because to do. Because he realized, but but yeah. he still fought that fight to, to, to keep coming mm-hmm. back, and then it just clicked. Like, Enough. I can't do mm-hmm. this at a high level no more. Yeah. You don't want to so, be mediocre. You right. don't want to be less than. Right. You started out too well to, yeah, like it, you just said, fall off the cliff. Right. And I, I think Cam will, you know. He'll come back. He'll, he'll, he'll be yeah. okay. He he'll, will. He'll yeah, he will. He'll be okay. But this week, bro, yeah. no. No. It's enough for me, dog. Mm. <laughs> it's a no for me too. That's a no. <laughs> okay. All right. Next one. Mm-hmm. So who's the who were the biggest surprises of this season so far? So and this week, who were the biggest disappointments? Um. Well, I just okay. So the Raiders winning was a huge one. Was a big surprise for me. Remember when we talked about this before? I I, I have listen. No. I don't know if Von Miller is no, they, why. No, they beat the Broncos, right? I don't know. I'm gonna say it again. I don't know if Von Miller is why. Mm. I I have so much, <clears throat> still have this holdout hope, and then having a defensive coach who steps up to the plate to you and says, "Hey, listen, mm-hmm. I think there's another gear in there." Oh, Let's wow. yeah. He was yeah. like, "Yeah, you good, but I think you could be great. So mm-hmm. let's let's take let's you to this." Nice. And I just feel like if that's the mentality you take it with your star defensive player, that's gonna rub off. That's gonna rub team. off on some yeah. people. This defense is gonna get back to who they were. Like yeah. they will. And so at some point they will. They will. will. And so I do, and and honestly, with all of the mess that had gone on with the Raiders and Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. I thought they would be distracted. Yeah. And in this space. And that it would be a win for Denver because of those factors. You know what yeah. I mean? And then he's not my favorite, but they got Joe Flacco. Like he's not garbage. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's, not. he's a steady another one of those utilitarian type quarterbacks. No, nah, I, I think. I, well, maybe those years are behind now. Him, but yeah, Joe now Flacco. Yeah. When he when him and Matt Ryan first came in the league, they were neck and neck. Yeah. Like with being that showing that elite. Right. Quarterback, but it's steadily just kind of dropped off. Otherwise, Lamar wouldn't have your job. And you, I'm saying, this if you were true. still listen, if you were still on that level, you wouldn't. Your job wouldn't be gone. They wouldn't have even drafted this man. That's true. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Matt Matt Ryan ain't got no competition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you nah. get what I'm saying? They ain't said, well, he falling off. So nah. no. So. No, so I think that was one of my big surprises. Um, obviously, the Ravens romp. Okay. Even though I felt like they would win, I didn't think it would be like that. Yeah, it wasn't like just that. that they won. They beat y'all down. Yeah, like, it was 
ugly. Like, yeah. And so I feel bad for the Miami coach. I really do. I don't. No, no, no. Okay. I I do. I I do. Because he knows he's in a rebuilding situation. I don't and feel now bad all for of these. No, no. I feel bad for the, the coach. coach. Yeah. Because you're a new coach. Mm-hmm. You know, it's already hard enough for a black man to get a job in this league at that level. Yeah. And now you got to answer the questions about people like calling their agents ready to go. Like, because they know you just, you just really buying <laughs> your time to the draft. I'm watching first take about this yesterday and they talked about this and just how, you know, how these, um, they don't, they don't feel like the players are, the players feel like the, the, the team sees them as garbage. Mm. Like y'all just here as placeholders until we can. Until we can win. Yeah. And so that's what's the, the, and, and, and that's a bad situation to put this dude in. Yeah. Cause they they certainly uh, dealt, dealt off Laramie Tunzel who, didn't play all that great right. Monday night. Right. And Kenny Stills to the Texans before the season started for draft picks. And you know when the team does that. You 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 getting ready for yeah. next. You're not in this season. So um biggest bust for me. Oh, Titans romp too was another one that was a surprise uh, yeah, that was to me. A surprise, yeah. Um biggest bust were the Steelers, mm-hmm. the Browns, and the Bears. Okay. Cause everybody I told you about these Bears. I yeah. said these Bears is not real. You said they weren't real. They're not real. Yeah. They're not ready. And then, okay. and then it showed up. So, my biggest surprise is definitely the Ravens. Yes. I didn't expect that out of them. No. The Texans. I did not expect that game to be that competitive. I really didn't. Listen, I'm going to always be on Deshaun Watson. Listen, let as me tell you something. As much as I like something. Deshaun Watson. He is he your LeBron of football. He well, going to put well, them boys on. With Dabo, the, Dabo called him Jordan. Well, <laughs> well, you, you know what I'm saying. But you get, he, but the reason I say LeBron is because you always talk about he pick up the mop bucket and right. he just going to put it on his. This yeah. man back was hurting. It was. And he still, I mean, still if, there through if what was Hopkins, supposed to be a game when right, and and probably had Hopkins caught some of the mother that he dropped. Don't do that to Hopkins. I'm gonna do it. He made he made some spectacular. He did make some, game. but yeah. but yeah, yeah, they was had, they had the momentum he, he at had the one, moment. Maybe two that he he dropped three. Did he? He dropped three, sir. Okay. Three that was in his hands. Three. Okay. And see, they, the reason I say that is because it was at a time when they had the momentum going their oh, way. Yeah. And if you had just put your foot put your foot in their neck, then. Because you can't let the, the Saints hang around because yeah. you just talked about. Drew Brees is, uh, listen, mm-hmm. he is the master. If there is not one team that can come back, it is the Dawn Saints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, okay. Um. My biggest bust were uh, the Browns, obviously. Yeah, they they were very disappointing. Yeah, humble um, yourself. Yeah, I, they need they needed that. Mm-hmm. They needed that by the humble pie. Yeah, um, and the Dolphins. And I say the Dolphins, <laughs> I, they're the biggest disappointment because with those trades, mm-hmm. you're saying to your team, you're saying to your fan base, we are tanking. 
So and what's the surprise of them taking you know, <laughs> I was listening to Stephen A. Smith. You know, oh, God. The other day. Lord. He, he was trying to be PC. Saying, yeah. I'm not going to say that they're tanking. No, that's exactly what you're doing when you trade away your tackle, your big-time tackle, right. and your number one receiver. We don't want to win right now. That's not what we're into. We're trying to rebuild this team. Yeah. And so... Kind of how Lenny... I'll never forget what Wilkins did with the Hawks. That's why I have never liked him. Who? Dominic Wilkins? No, Lenny. Lenny Wilkins. Oh, yeah. He came here. He got rid of Dominique. He got rid of Tree. He got... Uh, listen. Uh, yeah. He dumped the whole team. Yeah. There's no... Listen. Because you thought you were so good, you could just coach anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's one of them kind of things. Like, oh... Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Of course the players feel some kind of way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Stephen A. Like, yeah, nah, nah that's exactly what they do. Nah. <laughs> so. They take it. Yeah, they take it. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Sorry no. for those Miami fans. I know. That's Sorry a bad. Sorry those players. That's a, yeah, that's a bad thing. Bad place to be in, man. Man, forget the Miami fans. They can go to the beach every day. I ain't, I, listen, I ain't got no empathy for y'all. I feel bad for the players. Oh, like, you go there to play football, <laughs> think you're going to be competitive. As long as I'm getting a check. At this point, that would be my mindset. Yeah. Are y'all paying me? But I know as a football player, that's not the mindset. It's yeah. always, I want to win right. and I want to be the best. For some of them, it is. <laughs> I, it would be me. I'd be you like, oh, you're going to give me my check. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to chill like, you know what I'm saying? I don't uh, even have to go hard. I ain't got to put the pressure on my body. Right. Like, bet. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And I had a horrible thought. I will not share on the air. I will Uh-oh. tell you, you when we tell get off we stop, <laughs> stop about what they can do. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. To the real listeners, don't forget to check out the I Care Too Much podcast with our very own Jared, the football genius Burgess, aka Jethro, <laughs> and his co host LT, as they cover a myriad of topics that will have you in deep thought or laughing uncontrollably. You can catch them on Anchor Podcast, Spotify Podcast, or Apple Podcast. On to the real, on to the real man. I love this, I, and you know, so. <sighs> Um, let me be nostalgic for a moment. When I okay. I used to play, I want to say it was Mad 98 mm-hmm. or Mad 99, and I used to use the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to use the Bucks as my team on either 98 or 99. And I only used them because Warg Dunn was yeah. their, uh, their running back at the time. Yeah, yeah. Him, he and Mike Allstott. And oh, he was I just love so fast. Yes, 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 yes. He was so fast, you know what I'm saying? And, right. Uh, you know, I used to beat up on everybody in my neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> with the Buccaneers. And so when I started to learn a lot a lot more about him and some of the work that he was doing, um, when you brought his name up the other day, like it kind of clicked that in me like, oh, this is the perfect person to, to be out onto the real spotlight. So yeah. um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what Warwick Dunn is doing and has done? Okay. Since he has retired. Well, actually, he was doing this before he retired. Yeah, he was. So, um, 
he um, has a a charity mm-hmm. called the Ward Dunn Charities. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about this last week. Sometimes through your pain right. is where you find your passion. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as Jared said, even before he retired, he was already doing this work. And so what he does is he builds homes for single mothers mm-hmm. because he was the product of a single mom that had six kids. Six he kids. was the oldest of six. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mother was taken away from him when he was young. Um, and he had to become the man of the house, yeah. essentially, um, from gun violence um, on her second job. She was mm-hmm. a police officer in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, right. but she was she working a security, security job, job. And she was murdered yeah. there. And so he just... I think having to take on that responsibility of his siblings mm-hmm. made him appreciate what single mothers go through. Yeah. And for that reason, he, um, that's like the focal point of what he does. He does other right. things. Yeah. That's the focal point of what he does with his charity. Mm-hmm. And in fact, to date, he has, he has um, built 175 homes for single mothers. Wow. And I think wow. that's amazing. Yeah. And then on top of that, I think it's amazing that he's minority on the, in the Falcons. That was the the biggest shocker. You know, we we find stuff like that out all the time, like because we were uh, Venus and Serena, yeah, yeah Venus about and Serena the do- oh lord with uh, the dolphin. Sal. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh god. But uh, just we we find out all the time, like some of these players are have minority stake mm-hmm. in some of these teams, which mm-hmm. is. A great look. I, yeah. I know we didn't talk about it, but James Harden just bought into the Houston Dynamos, which is the okay, soccer the team. the soccer team. Uh-huh. And some other team in Houston. I can't remember what, what that's it was. Awesome. It might have been a lacrosse team. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's the invest, that's invested, That's the investment in your city. Right. Like, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. But, yeah, so, um, Ward, I, I just... I mean, you know, obviously he played with Tampa Bay, like you talked about. Right. But when he came to Atlanta, man, he was just amazing. Not just on the field, just him as a person. Like, he's always been such a stand-up, like, upright guy. Mm -hmm. And I just appreciate that so much about him. Um, So, I just, (laughs) of course he's our own to the real. Like, Mm -hmm. you have um, taken the platform that you were given, the pain that you suffered, and mm-hmm. made it something beautiful. Yeah. And for that, kudos to you, and, sir. And it impacts so many people. Yeah, because you build enough. homes? So that means 175 women mm-hmm. with multi- probably multiple children. Mm-hmm. So now you have, you've got to think in those terms. Like, right. the real impact is not just on the fact that you built a home for a mom. You right. built a home for a mom who ha- probably has multiple kids who mm-hmm. now has a situation where they can grow up better than it was before. Right. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. I love it. Yeah, me too. I love it. He's a great dude. Shout out to you, Walkdown. Yeah. Great dude. All right. Feel good final thought? Yeah. Now, you told me about this one, Tyler Trent. Yeah. Um, Actually, well, I had seen it, but yeah. but you had brought it to, you know, my attention when we were uh, um, having our meeting on Monday. Um, and I had seen this story. Yeah. But to just see the way Purdue honored him. So, t- tell us a little bit about... Uh, so, Tyler Trent 
was um, Purdue fan. Yes. Whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and his best friend, they um, they decided when they were little, mm-hmm. like, no, we're going to Purdue. Going to Purdue. Uh-huh. And so they both got in. And um, I don't know when he actually was diagnosed. But um, somewhere between high school, I think, and going to college is when he was diagnosed, I believe. Um, But um, don't quote me on that because I don't know that for sure. But um, either way, so he, you know, him and his best friend, they went. They loved Purdue football, Mm -hmm. baby. Like, Mm -hmm. like for real. And the Michigan game. Okay. Was always the big the deal. Big like, mm-hmm. yes, Purdue gonna play Michigan. And so he and his best friend camped out mm-hmm. at the stadium. For them student tickets. For them student tickets. <laughs> like ridiculously there. They were there like days early, I think. Mm-hmm. Like and so um because they did that, he um caught the attention of the coach mm-hmm. for the for the team. Mm-hmm. And a relationship even developed between him and the team. Yeah, and so he, you know what I mean, like he, yeah, he, so he and the coach kind of had a relationship, and mm-hmm. he, so either way, um, to to kind of shorten it up, he, he um, continued to, you know, go to school while he was um, in treatment. Oh, by the way, he's camped out the day of chemo. He had chemo on the day that he decided they were going to camp out. His dad said he was like, I don't know if that's a good idea, but he a grown man. I have to let him do what he do. So um, he uh, he ended up passing away in January. Actually, on the first on New Year's Day, he uh, passed away from cancer. And uh, so to honor him and honor his great love of the football team, the um, they dedicated the student gate mm-hmm. on the on. Happens to be that they dedicated the student gate the first game of the season, mm-hmm. which happened to be his birthday. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yes. That was his birthday. Um, that was his birthday. And so they dedicated the student gate. It is now the Tyler Trent gate. Mm. Student gate. That's cool. And so there's a plaque with his picture mm-hmm. and his signature T2. I think it is T two. Okay. Um, there. And Tyler Trent. Yep, T two there too. So I just if you, you guys aren't familiar, like when you walk into a college stadium, um, sometimes you'll see because like if you go to the Georgia Tech game, mm-hmm. you'll see the names of the people that the stadium was or the gate was dedicated Named, right. to, um, on the gate. And so at Purdue Stadium, um, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty much enshrined at that yeah. student gate. And I just thought, I just, it just, you know, because most of the time, like you said, that that's somebody who played football there. Right. Or somebody who, you know what I mean? Right. Like was involved with the football team directly. And for them to do this, I thought it was just beautiful. Right. Because this is a kid who loved your team and literally to the day he died. Yeah. Like literally. Mm-hmm. It was just, I just, yeah. I just yeah. loved it. It was a great story. That, that was definitely a great story. Great story. I remember, I remember seeing when he passed, and I remember like just yeah. the, the story around it. But just to see that um, they were memorializing and honoring him in this manner was uh, just a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Way to go, Purdue. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at the okay. end of another one. All right. Um, please go and listen to us <laughs> on 
on Apple, on Google. Oh, I thought on, you were going to do your thing. DSP. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to. I was like, <laughs> no, nah, they probably, because I just said that on live. Yeah. <laughs> For everybody who's listening, DSP means digital streaming uh, platform. So go listen to us anywhere that you can hear podcasts. Right. You can see us on YouTube at our Field to the Real uh, channel on yeah. YouTube. And subscribe. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Field to the Real. And you can email us if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any suggestions at Field to the Real at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to go vote. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, go vote. Listen, Rice Awards, the Rising and Community Excellence Awards. Um, mm-hmm. You have until the 25th, I believe it is, to vote for us. So all you have to do is go to the riceawards.com website mm-hmm. and um, go to vote because I think it's click, it's flashing at the top. Right. Vote and click the, the vote. Sports and Recreation, sports and recreation tab. tab. Yep. And, and you'll see Phil to the, the real. real. And vote. Yep. Vote. Yeah. Vote. Yep. Vote. And vote. Even though, <laughs> even though he oxymoronically said right. that we Man, don't really care if we really win, care but we want to win. win. But we want to win. <laughs> so, nah, yeah. But, yeah, thank you guys. Thank you all for voting and continuing to listen. Yes. And continuing to support us. Yes. Peace. Peace. Put the cameras on me. 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 Feel to the real listeners. Don't forget to check out the I Care Too Much podcast with our very own Jared, the football genius Burgess, aka Jethro, <laughs> and his co-host LT, as they cover a myriad of topics that will have you in deep thought or laughing uncontrollably. You can catch them on Anchor Podcast, Spotify Podcast, or Apple Podcast.